Welcome to the Sports 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 Podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Pomville. And joining us as always is the Sports Outsider Phil Rand. Hello, gentlemen. How are you this fine day? Uh, doing pretty good. Good, good. Yeah. Wonderful. It's great to be back. You guys did an excellent job last week. Sorry I couldn't be here. No, I think that's we right. did. If we anything, did a, it, was it, seems, the best, it was best. maybe one of the best episodes yeah. we've done in, in a long time. Yeah, well, yeah. I think the... It was like a great weight had been lifted like off there, of our shoulders. It wasn't that there was something <laughs> missing. It was that there was something added. Yeah. You know? Like I, an addition by subtraction, Right, I agree. Yeah, I didn't understand that phrase like until you, last you week's see, episode. I, I think it was more about the news, news, news that was a man killing a cougar with his bare hands. Could yeah. be. I think that was more, more like But it. you know what? Sometimes Sometimes three minus one equals four. You that's, know? That's you know never I mean? the case. Sometimes that's, it is, that's though. That's not a phrase. Oh, yeah, that's it not is. Sometimes three minus one like, equals four. You feel yeah. like a progressive commercial yeah. right now. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. It's something about bundling. Right. And, uh, and Chris Parnell's cocky voice. <laughs> yeah. I got to say, though, quick update on the cougar story. Yeah. Last night, Phil and I mused, why strangle it as opposed to using like a rock or a stick? Right. Apparently, mm. he's come out now. Apparently, he did try to beat it to death, he hit it with a rock at one point, and ultimately he. You being serious? You actually followed up on this, or this was no? Like it just more of it came out. You oh, s- you set Google alerts for cougar <laughs> strangle. No, Google recognized that I'm interested. Ah, in like I will say, my favorite cougar. part about that story was when the forest like service went and inspected the animal just to make sure the guy's story checked out. Right. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, this animal was suffocated to yeah. death. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, I I had imagined him. Uh, grabbing the neck with like both hands and squeezing. You right, know? that's seemingly yeah, mm-hmm. like you uh, like you would your first wife. Oh. <laughs> oh, but no, apparently what? it was it was with his foot. He like stepped on its oh. throat, which makes a bit more sense to me because then in it's terms like, of the pressure he was able to apply. Yeah, not to mention like your like face and chest are still far away from like the teeth and claws at that right. point. First wife. <laughs> yeah, it's I've never been married. So. Wow. It's just yeah. I just I'm but gonna I have problems getting, getting over that twice, comment. So. Uh, yeah, jeez, I don't know how I feel about that. What do we got on the podcast this week? <laughs> well, uh, the Mighty Ducks, actually, they're now just called the Anaheim Ducks. Okay, are looking for a new coach. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, I guess it's midseason. They fired their coach. I don't have their actual current their last coach's name right now. Uh, <laughs> not off the top of my head. However, but. they they apparently they they let him go or something. We'll do research when we go to break. Oh, sure, sure. But yeah. we have a candidate, I believe. Uh, oh, wonderful. For that job. So today. they're out looking. They're, they're out on looking. Zip Recruiter. Yeah. They're, you yeah. know, banging ladders, through resumes. The ladders. Yeah, there is that go. one? Yeah, that's the one for the finals. Uh, they're using that one uh, uh, headhunter search firm on the East Coast whose name escapes me. They use uh. when CEOs go down. Eh, it's not worth it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so Josh Miller, a candidate. Uh, I, I don't know how high he is on their list, but he says yeah. he's a candidate and he's local. So he says That's he's fantastic. uniquely qualified is is what Jean came in with. Just not Jean. Jean. Jean, yeah. Um, the uniquely qualified candidate. He said that his, his credentials really make him stand out. Well, okay. I might have to uh, sit a little back here because you are more into hockey than I am. It's a sports comedy podcast. That's true. Though, admittedly, I have not been following as closely as I should in recent years. Sports insiders yeah. right here. Right. The but, Red Wings have been bad, and that takes a lot of the joy out of it. So Fair. But you'll, I mean, you know a little bit more about hockey. Yeah. Phil, you will get burritos as always. I will. Yep. Oh, I love burritos. <laughs> and At this point, I have had, what, 235 burritos. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, 
you eat burritos Wait, outside 335 of the podcast, Because right? burritos oh, yeah. are just generally wonderful. Probably had like 500. We don't always send you out, though. So right. that's why I was thinking you, you may have actually done the math Is a wrap a burrito? Or does it have to have that is rice tricky. and beans I think, and stuff inside of it? Mm. So that I would, would I would, that's a good question. I would argue a burrito is a wrap. I think wrap is the oh, larger umbrella under which burrito is you one know of the what? categories. I, I have to say you're right. Well, thank you, Joel. Yeah. <laughs> it took a lot. As, took as a, a lot big fan of arbitrary semantic argument, <laughs> well played. So it feels Jordan. like if, it becomes right a burrito if it has either bean or rice in it, right? That's what would then make it constitute a burrito. Mm, if it's just there's, chicken there's, on the inside, then it's a wrap. There's definitely burritos that uh, that have neither beans nor rice, though. But then they're just a wrap, right? I would think they're still a burrito. I what mean, ingredients would be in it that's not beans or rice that would make it a burrito and not a wrap? I'm just thinking out loud about this. Like, like uh, chicken and pico de gallo. If it had those, it would be a burrito. I think the pico de gallo might push it over the edge there, there into a burrito. I will have to say, though, if you had to pick one thing that you were literally going to have every day for the rest of your life, burrito would not be a bad pick. I'd pick, uh, like, salad bar. Greek salad. Yeah. Uh, Greek salad with chicken. Well, there we go. sure, yeah. but, I mean, the burrito is, like, a more filling of substantial meal. You're getting a fair bit of, like, lean protein. The beans and rice are both very good for you. The Greek so salad comes with fiber. peanut on the side. Oh, there so we go. So you can actually make your own little wrap. Oh, really nice. Well, I if, like it's, that. if it's, like, a California-style burrito, you're also getting, like, fresh salsa, so there's servings of vegetable in there. Like, it's really, it's a complete meal. It's a yeah. sports comedy podcast. <laughs> yeah. Joel and I are right. sports insiders. Phil's the sports outsider paella <laughs> okay uh, I, i'm not gonna argue with paella you know. do we have another uh wide world of weird sports with our potty uh contending se- series uh i hate to break it to you yeah i have to end the series on football hooliganism okay Are we, we- the, the potty commission just wasn't responding to my emails all the rest of them were horribly racist. Yeah, are we so are we running out of countries whose football hooliganism is not rooted in racism that we're uncomfortable talking? Yes, about I read through about thirty of them we haven't done, <laughs> and I'm like, I can't do any of these. So yeah. I figured it was time to bail on football hooliganism. But we do okay. have a wide world of weird sports. Goddamn right, we do. And this one, very little racism. All right, and news, news, news. But first, Tim Tebow update, watch update. Tim Tebow update, watch update. Brought to you by Mentos. Feel the rush in your mouth. Tim Tebow declines one minor league in favor of another. Uh oh. Mm. Timothy Wait, declines? Yes. Like he had a wow. choice? Yeah, well, Timothy Richard Tebow is expected to start the year with the Syracuse Mets, the AAA affiliate for the New York Mets. He's strongly positioned to, at the very least, put some butts in seats for the Mets in September. Oh, Makes yeah. sense. And maybe before then. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Sure. But there's always that lingering question Will Tim Tebow ever make a triumphant return to football? And if so, how would God react? Ooh, what if God was one of us? Oh, one second. Correct answer. I have to flip this page over. Oh, I see. Yeah, there you go. The correct answer. Shock. Because God is all-knowing, and he knows Tebow doesn't have the throwing mechanics (laughs) to play in the National Football League. Ah, yeah. I had to flip the cereal box upside down. Oh, yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Uh, However, despite the the unlikelihood that Tebow will ever make it back to the NFL, perhaps the AFF. A-A-F, sorry. The AAF would have him. Say, Phil, what's the AAF? American Association of Football. Alliance of American Football. Ah, dang it. And Close. possibly a future <laughs> wide world of weird sport. You're goddamn right we do. There we go. Uh, I was going to say it was arena football. There's the Arizona Hotshots, the Salt Lake Stallions, Woof. the San Diego Fleet, 
the San Antonio Commandos. And that's just the Western Conference. Dang, oh, that those, sounds like fun. All those people in San Diego complaining about the Chargers moving. <laughs> You've got a football team, a perfectly good AAF team. The year is 2019. These yeah. are all new teams. And I realized that team names slash mascots stopped evolving in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With the notable exception of minor league baseball teams... Yeah, kind of just go wackier and wackier. Ever since the 90s, we've been kind of stuck with radical collective nouns. Right. Yeah, which is awful. Like, They've ba- got to start doing what esports teams do and call them like the San Diego inverse. You See, know? that's at least a little fun. That's like none of better, them are, but still none bad. of them are nouns. They're all just like cool gamer tag names, like Phase Clan. We've basically been stuck with some version of the Los Angeles Galaxy for every team name. That's yeah. a Since good it started. point. And that's a terrible team name. My favorite esports name. name, I think, is 100 Thieves. Oh, that's good. It's pretty cool, right? You can get behind that. Yeah. Enter Steve Spurrier, the OBC. Phil, that's old ball coach. Ah, he I'm is, down with OBC. He yeah, has the key to every city in Florida, except Tallahassee and Miami, and okay. is now a real-life version of Craig T. Nelson's Hayden Fox from Coach. No! That's right. He's the coach of the Orlando Apollos. What? Oh, wow. Florida's only AAF team. And he quickly tried to cr- recruit Tim Tebow. Turn to page two to see if he's successful. Okay. Let's choose your own adventure. Yeah, turn to page two. Was he successful? Nope. Oh. No. Tebow passed. But Spurrier understood why and went on pro football talk to make sure the state of Florida didn't riot. No, and I don't blame Tim, Spurrier said through a bullhorn standing on top of a car before a horde of angry Floridians. (laughs) Tim's got a chance to go to the major leagues. I think Tim's probably headed in the baseball direction. I don't blame him. If I were in his situation, I'd probably do the same thing. Just to be fair, though... uh uh, correlation is not causation. The the riots that Steve Spurrier was trying to tamp down in Florida could have just been your everyday garden variety, like Wednesday Florida riot. Oh, uh, I I don't know. Yeah. I think these were football specific, Joel. Are could, sure? I'm not saying they're not. I, I can correlation. That 500 sure, people were on bath salts, and like a horde in Walking Dead found each other and just started marching through the streets. <laughs> As I understand it, that happens in Orlando two or three times a week. Oh, sure. They call it the Disney parade. They throw <laughs> yeah. out candy. It's great. Uh, on ESPN, he continued, uh, Steve Spurrier, he basically said to me, hey, coach, I'm going to keep swinging the bat and see what happens. And I agree, that's what he should do. If you can get to the big leagues, that's what he should do. Now, the mm-hmm. Orlando Apollos did pretty well without Tebow in their first game, winning 40-6. to And Tebow is continuing to swing the bat. He received another invitation to the Mets' major league spring training in January, Ooh. which means he got an outside shot to make the big league team out of camp, nice. but will definitely be starting in AAA. Mm-hmm. Wait, the Mets have their... Their spring training in January. I think I figured out part of their problem for <laughs> the gap oh, between. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, pitchers and catchers. I think report right. Maybe the end of January, beginning like of November. Oh gosh, no, no. <laughs> they they report. And here's the thing: Tebow's a real go getter. He's going to be there when pitchers and catchers report. What? Yeah. Ugh. He's got. He's got. He's kind of. He's Ugh. he's that guy who shows up to work early every day. And if you start the job and you get there earlier than him, he's like, "Oh, I better get there earlier than you tomorrow." <laughs> yeah, and everyone else is wearing hoodies, and he wears a button-up shirt, and you're like, "What are you doing, man? Like, come on, this is a hoodie place to work." <laughs> are you wearing well, khakis and you're tucking in? Uh, you're tucking into the khakis. You know, it's really sad. I, At my I office, I'm the guy that wears the button-up shirt and tucks in. <laughs> Do you tuck in? 
I do. Oh, okay. Yeah. You seem like a, you're not an out kind of guy? No. You got mm. that tall, slender frame. Yeah, but still, I do that because I oftentimes wear sport jackets over top of my head. Uh, oh, Phil hey, owns sport if you're jackets. asking people for a million dollars, you go into that meeting with a sport <laughs> jacket. You don't wear a hoodie. Well, what if they're wearing a hoodie? Then you're, you're, if they're giving you their money, then you need to be a little elevated. Like, right? I wouldn't give my money to a guy in a hoodie like me. This, right. this tangent is preventing me from using the pun that I came up with, like, 15 seconds. Thank Please God. Go <laughs> oh, my gosh. What's your pun, Joel? <laughs> uh, well, as sad as I am that Steve Spurrier's AAF career has to start off with a uh, an Orlando Apollo G. Boo! <laughs> it does sound like Tim Tebow's in a good place. <laughs> that was terrible. Uh, Steve Spurrier uh, answered the uh, question that we're all asking: What if, what if a major league career isn't in the cards for Tim Tebow? What? Don't Who even could kid. Be asking that, it seems impossible. I told him we have a number fifteen down in Orlando waiting for him. I think Tim Tebow is a winner. Go Orlando Breakers! Nice. Tim Tebow, update, watch, update. Tim Tebow, update, watch, update, brought to you by... Mentos, feel the rush in your mouth. News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. LeBron James, update, watch, update. Los Angeles Lakers, death watch. LeBron James, update, watch, update. Los Angeles Lakers, death watch. Brought to you by all the things that LeBron James sponsors today. Death Watch. <laughs> King James and the Lakers to not win NBA championship this year. No. Why not? Uh, subheadline King James and the Lakers was a defunct Motown band that started in Minneapolis. Ooh, I like mm. it. Uh, I'm going to look them up. That sounds good. I'm into that. <laughs> They're doing covers of the same stuff everyone else Defunct does. Defunct Motown band. One of my favorite genres of music. <laughs> <Yeah>. Fair. Fair. <laughs> Uh, people have often stared into the heavens and wondered if we're alone in the universe. And if so, how bad would an NBA team be, have to be as to make it impossible for LeBron James to drag them to the NBA Finals? I was just thinking about this the other day. Well, we might have the answer. <laughs> LeBron James came to the Lakers in search of championships, like so many great veteran superstars before him. Steve Nash. Ooh. Gary Payton, yeah. Carl Malone. Whoa! Yep. The NBA trade deadline came and went with the Lakers landing veteran shooting guard Reggie Bullock and power forward Mike Muscala. NBA insider Brian Windhurst was perhaps the first to point out that neither of these players are Anthony Davis. Oh, wait. Now that you mention it, huh? he's right. Neither of them are Anthony Davis. He's not the best in the business for nothing, Joel. Yeah, yeah, it's sure. Point. Uh, Davis, seemingly the trade deadline's biggest chip, Remains on the New Orleans Pelicans, whose mascot is straight out of an 80s team. team ah, damn it, I blew that. <laughs> Remains on the New Orleans Pelicans, whose mascot is straight out of an 80s teen sex comedy. That's true. Yep. The, yep. the Pelicans! Pelicans. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? Yeah, totally. Uh, the Lakers, basically, if you weren't paying attention, Sports Outsider. Yeah. The Lakers basically tried to trade their entire team yeah. for Anthony Davis. Okay. And the Pelicans said... Nah. Yeah. We don't Wait, the Pelicans are a real NBA team? Yes, the New Orleans Pelicans. Also oh, that is news to me. Almost almost no one said, Boy, I don't know if the Lakers should do this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, not a soul. Everyone was like, Yeah, who who's on it doesn't matter. So trade them all. They were gonna trade their entire core, basically of starters who are not LeBron James. Huh. It's basically they you know, Euchre, they tried to get bottoms. Oh, I see. <laughs> They're shooting the moon. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, and uh, yeah, they said, nah, no, we're good. And the Pelicans realized I think they're going to have more leverage in the summer. And a quick uh, sports outsider geography lesson Ooh. or team lesson. Yeah. The Charlotte, uh, the Charlotte Hornets mm-hmm. moved to New Orleans mm-hmm. and became the New Orleans Hornets. Mm-hmm. Charlotte got an expansion team that they named the Charlotte Bobcats. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Then the New Orleans Hornets wanted to change their name to something more local, so they changed it to the Pelicans. Mm-hmm. Okay. And because Charlotte really liked the team named the Hornets, went from the Bobcats to the Hornets. There you go. That's a good story. <sighs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> That <laughs> <laughs> just it's frustrating to hear. It seems Can like I much unpause about my nothing. game now, Mom. Yeah. Are you oh. done? I was playing Fortnite. You can't pause Fortnite, Mom. God. The, the Lake Show currently sits at twenty-eight and twenty-nine, good for tenth place in the Western Conference, which NBA and insiders will tell you is the Western Conference. Mm-hmm. LeBron James is dealing with a groin injury, and even the relentlessly positive Carl's Junior Laker girls have started saying playoffs like Jim Mora. Every time the topic is brought up, <laughs> oh, no. they don't I even, imagine that's not. They all good. know that playoffs. They all. Oh know, yeah. They all know the meme. You probably know it as a meme, right? Playoffs. No. Playoffs. Play- playoffs. Talk about. No. I just hope we win a game. That sounds like Jimmy Stewart. Oh. No, 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 playoffs. It, it, the, this is an it, internet thing that I know that Phil doesn't. Yeah, well, I'm I don't so, follow <laughs> traffic and sports memes. Do you follow much? the internet, Phil? Because it's, it's on the internet. It's, it's a pretty big <laughs> failed, it's, and it, it does kind of sound Jimmy Stewartish because he switches his entire like pitch of voice and just goes playoffs. Oh, I it's, see. But it's, it's sports memes. I imagine it doesn't traffic in my sports. corners of the internet. It's like I'm being like, what? You guys don't know Bongo Cat? Yeah, I don't know. Bongo I do know Cat. Bongo, but I'm not supposed to know these things, Phil. Right? Bongo it's your Cat does this. To know them, <laughs> which is great on an audio podcast. Um, so the Lakers are probably not going to make the playoffs, as I just said. And this means this will be the first NBA Finals without LeBron James or the Los Angeles Lakers since 2006. Ouch. Holy crap! The year is 2019. Year of our Lord, yeah. 2019. Oh, quick trivia question. Who was it in 20, uh, 2006? It was the uh, Heat yeah, and, and the Mavericks. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Wow. Uh, How do you guys remember these things? Pistons it... lost to the Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals, and uh, it was bullshit yeah, refereeing the entire right. series. Yeah. And and that continued over into the Mavs series, of memory serves, too. Uh, you either make it or you don't make it, LeBron mm-hmm. said, referring to the playoffs. That's when you worry about it. He's technically correct, and by technically, I mean absolutely, but in a poor man's Yogi Berra kind of way. (laughs) It's as if the Lakers went into the season thinking, an ace-high hand should be good enough to win this pot. Mm, Sure. You know what? You're usually wrong about that. (laughs) Right. Uh, And uh, maybe we can get around to, president of the Lakers, Magic Johnson, has never run a front office before. Mm. General manager Rob Palenka went straight from player agent to general manager. Oops. And Luke Walton's coaching internship is likely to be ended by decree of King James. <laughs> Yikes. Things are so bad, the bloom has come off the rose with uh, LeBron coming to the Lakers. Mm-hmm. And you know that when the New York Times has a condescending headline like, LeBron James was supposed to make the Lakers great, but when? <laughs> oh, no, that hurts. When Forbes magazine has a headline, not even LeBron James can salvage this Lakers disaster. Yikes. And the Bleachers report is more direct, saying Lakers wouldn't be the first team to waste LeBron James. Ooh. Uh, well, I mean, the point that you just made about the finals would argue that the Lakers would, in fact, be the first team to waste LeBron James. The Cavs the first time around, though. The first stint with Cavs won. Yeah. 
All right. Wasted. I mean, I mean, he I, did I, bring I, them to the finals. They, yes, he, he did. Uh, but and again, I just it 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 really is baffling to me. People are legitimately because it's like, how bad are the Cavs now? They're how, terrible. How bad must the Lakers? Because that team. LeBron James took to the finals. He dragged Many them years to the in finals. A row. Yeah. I don't know. I think that the common factor here is LeBron. <laughs> LeBron James update, watch update. LeBron James update, watch update. Brought to you by all the things that LeBron James sponsors today. Death Watch. Joining us on the podcast, uh, we have Josh Miller, aspiring coach of the Anaheim Ducks. Hey, you guys. How you doing? Hey, how's hey, it going, Josh? Aspiring coach of the Mighty Ducks. I like that. Well, yeah. hopefully someday you'll take the aspiring out of it, and I'll just be coaching the Mighty Ducks. The, the Ducks. The yeah. Ducks. Yeah, they, they, they dropped the Anaheim Ducks. The Anaheim Ducks. The Anaheim yeah. Ducks and- no, I have to admit, it's hard for me to stop saying Mighty Ducks, because when I was growing up, there were two movies that I loved. One of them, of course, was Ladybugs, <laughs> and the second one... Was the Mighty Ducks? Well, of I don't think I've heard of Ladybugs. Sorry, Ladybugs. It's uh, Rodney Dangerfield. Rodney Dangerfield. Film. A guy fakes playing uh, a girl it, to play right. soccer at a ladies' softball. You don't. Yeah, that's uh, starring Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah, he's the coach. the coach. Oh, okay. It's like a bad news bears situation. I was about to say. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Okay. All right. No, I haven't seen it, but uh, I'll try movies. it now. I love Rodney Ladybugs, of course. Right. Everybody's favorite '80s film, and the Mighty Ducks. I think Ladybugs was '93, boss. I believe it. That sounds about <laughs> right. Yeah. Anyway, but still, you know, still okay. Je- well, that's an interesting path to to an NHL coach. I feel like most people at that age were inspired by actual hockey. Then, oh, I believe it. I completely believe it. But for me, I was a bit of a movie kid. Well, okay. let's let's cut to brass tacks here. Yeah, you bet. General Manager Bob Murray is the interim coach. He yeah. fired Randy Carlisle, who was the winningest coach in Ducks history. He right. won them their only Stanley Cup. Yeah, uh, a pair of big skates to fill as that it were. big skate. Well, yeah, the coaches don't wear skates. Though. Well, they no, I flats. know that, but it's still hockey. So I they wear flats. Yeah, no, so it's understood. That's and, something I learned from studying hockey. Right, but yeah, I okay. guess, and and I'll be honest, I don't follow hockey a lot. I know Joel, you followed a bit more than me, but neither of us had had heard of you as like an assistant coach or having a playing career. So yeah, I was wondering how you kind of. How you kind of see yourself taking on this job? Yeah, yeah let's hear the whole CV here. Absolutely. Okay, there's two things that I learned from my favorite movies growing up. Yeah, one is don't fall in love with a girl while you're dressing up as a girl to be on a soccer team. It doesn't work out. Fair, well. fair. It's, that, big, it's an uphill battle from there. As true now today as it was then, I believe it. Yeah, it's very. It's a you have to be in the you have to have a relationship built on honesty. Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> and number two. If you're going to coach the Anaheim Mighty Ducks, it has to start with a lawyer getting a DUI. And that's me. Well, it, again, they're not the Mighty Ducks, the Mighty Ducks anymore. I'm a lawyer. Okay. Right. And a month ago, I got a DUI. And okay. I went, oh, I know where this is headed. Now, was this is this your first DUI? Is this your second or third? Like, This, where is, did- this is my first DUI, but man, was I excited. I've been <laughs> trying for it for a long time. Trying for your DUI. Because I knew that this was the first step. You mean, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Let's try to be responsible citizens here. Yeah. yeah. You were getting drunk and I was driving. drunk, driving around. Oftentimes, I'd lean my head out of the window and say, hey, cops, I'm drunk. Do you, endangering families is, and, and good citizens on the road. I don't horrifying. drive that fast. I just Pretty, uh, pretty horrifying. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm pretty horrified at the the laziness of the cops to not pull me over for 20 years of doing this. Fair. Wow. Fair. Tw- yeah. 20 fair, years. right back yeah. at him. 20 years. 20, yeah, I watched The Mighty Ducks a long time ago. And <laughs> okay. that one thing I learned from that movie is it all starts with that DUI. So, you know? let me tell you, let's let's walk through that first DUI if yeah. we could. 
So what happened that the first time the DUI? You're driving. Yep. Per usual. Per usual. I'm drinking while driving. Windows down. You're drinking yelling. and like yep. literally you're. Consuming. Oh yeah, that's what he's doing in the movie. Oh. oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I'm leaning out the window and saying, "I'm drunk." I'm he drunk. doesn't do that in the movie. No, but, but I, that, when I started, I assumed I'd get pulled over yeah, faster. I mean, and then when I didn't, you have to you know, raise it. the You got to do what you got to do. Right? Yeah. <laughs> then finally, this time around, there was uh, I saw some cops on the side of the room chatting with each other. And I said, I'm drunk, and they didn't look over. So I kind of swerved my car a little bit and jolted back. So it looked like I was going to hit them. <laughs> right. And that's when they took notice. And okay. then I saw they were going to let me go. They just uh, they turned back to talk to each other. Did you deliver the, the all-important line? The cop goes, blood, breath, or urine? And he goes, no thanks, I'm full. Right. Yeah. Did no, you, did I, you... I was pretty drunk at that time. <laughs> you can't be quoting movies, Joel. Right. What do you think this is? Oh, yeah. yeah. Who quotes movies when they're drunk? No, nah, I would be pretty drunk if I, I... I was a little too drunk to remember the specifics of the situation. <laughs> okay. But my DVD player also broke 10 years ago, so I do love that movie, but I haven't been watching it every day, you know? Yeah. So uh, uh could, so finally I, I stick my head out the window and I'm about to and I'm said I'm going to go hit a kid. <laughs> and then they jumped in the cruiser they pulled me over. Incidentally, in the off chance that they were still offering community service by way of youth coaching uh uh for for DUIs, I feel like the I'm going to hit a kid is going to Oh, I don't want a youth coach. I don't want community service. I want to coach the NHL team, the Anaheim he wants to get paid to do. He's not doing this for free. He's right. not some volunteer no. thing. Okay, fair enough. But I think, all right, we're, we might be focusing on the wrong thing here. Uh, obviously, your personal struggles or something. But maybe what we should key on here is just how much you loved hockey, loved playing hockey, loved watching oh, yeah. hockey. Oh, I love that stuff. And I how loved it led you watching to, hockey. to try and get it. a DUI for 20 I, years. That's pretty God, amazing. I loved watching hockey so much. I watched the Mighty Ducks. I watched the Mighty Ducks too. I watched D three a couple of times. But I mean, who is who is your team? Written by Jim Bernstein. Yep. Uh, wow, yeah. you know the screenwriter. Yeah, of that. I do. Yeah. I do. That's how deep I am in the Mighty Ducks. Uh, yeah, so, sure yeah. sounds like but, it. Absolutely. But 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 returning to to, yeah. to uh, you know what who who was your team though? Like uh, it was, obviously it Mighty was Ducks the is one Mighty thing, Ducks, the team of the Mighty Ducks. It's not. Actually, a it hockey. was right. the, the well, movies and the narrative built around the team of the successes and challenges of the Mighty Ducks. Well, I, I think it's fine that you're not inspired by a real team. I guess when, when were I, I you don't. inspired yeah. enough to lace up the skates and go to the rink and kind of start slapping that puck around and doing suicides yeah, okay, and your enough. skates yeah, and that sort of thing? Like, when, when did you make that switch? When did you say, this is me, I'm on the ice? Jordan, I don't think you understand. I want to be the coach of a hockey team. <laughs> Coaches don't actually play in the game. They mostly get their advice from a skate sharpener who works back in a <laughs> hockey shop. And, uh, and uh, you know, the, the kids, are the, they come back and they inspire the coach. And then he inspires them oh, right back. Oh, they both learn from each other. So I don't have to go do my own flying Vs. So, so wait, 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 wait a second. You've, you've, never, you've never played hockey. I've never played hockey, no, but I've watched the Mighty Ducks never probably either at any six level. times, all the way start to finish. Am, am I to understand that the only qualification for being the coach of the Anaheim Ducks that you have is that you were pulled over for a DUI? That's where it all starts. Jeez, don't jump down his and throat, Joel. Right. That's where it all starts. Let's, okay. Let's be fair about this. Who's your skate sharpener you're going to for advice? Oh, he's a wise old man. So you have one. I do have oh, one. Oh, yeah. see? 
Joel, yeah. I think this is. I think this could work. He no, he Jordan. doesn't remember my name yet because he always goes like buy or get out, and I'm always like I need advice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that that, that tracks. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I imagine a skate shop. I mean, did did you did you grow up in Minnesota or? Oh no, I grew up in uh, West Covina, California, right here. So uh, yeah, I I mean obviously Soon the, the skate called. sharpener in West Covina must have been so busy that he didn't have so much time to. No, he mostly just uh, helps out with the local ice skating rink. I haven't been yet, but I hear that it's very nice. <laughs> you you haven't been to the rink? No. Have you ever been to a rink? Is it rink or ring? Rink. Rink. Okay, rink. I forgot. R i n k. Rink. It sounds. It would make more sense if it was like a ring. Like a boxing ring. No. I used to box when I was a kid. That was fun. Why don't you coach boxing then? Because I didn't love the boxing movies of the time. Did you not I see loved Rocky? Mighty Ducks. I miss Rocky. Was that good? Yes, Rocky's amazing. I didn't see it. No, it's I missed good, that one. Yeah. <sighs> to be honest, we only had two VHSs when I was growing up, and Which it was two? Ladybugs <laughs> and the Mighty Ducks. I mean, I could get behind that. And I, I preferred the Mighty Ducks to Ladies Bugs, but only a little bit, you know. That, that I... Oh. I mean, I did watch Mighty Ducks six different times. I've seen Mighty Ducks six different times. Well, you should go get a DUI, too. I don't, I don't, I don't think that's gonna, it's gonna get us anywhere. Can I ask you at least, I know you're a California kid, you said you didn't ice skate. Did you at least rollerblade? Did you ever play, like, roller hockey? Oh, I've got terrible balance. I'm very front heavy. Have you seen this pot belly? I would tip right on my face. Well, that makes me feel I, better about the drunk driving for 20 years. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, when you're drinking as much as that, you're going to get a pot belly. It makes it really tough. But uh, No, more the, the lack of balance. Oh, yeah, yeah. I do. I drink a lot. It's way, It's a problem. But you know what? I'm doing it because I'm reaching for the stars. You know what? If you, if you reach for the stars, if you shoot the moon and you, you miss, then you reach for the stars. You know that saying? I, not not particularly. If you shoot the moon, if you miss, then it's okay because you're amongst the stars. Oh, be- something like that. Because that you miss, and then you just, star search? you just keep going. That's something like that. Yeah, it's a, yeah. Though I think from a physics perspective, no part of that's true. Like, nah, I mean, if you get shot fast enough, is, and you're being yeah. shot at the moon, and then you miss to the side, you go way, way further, and then eventually oh, yeah. you get to. But I feel like in this stars. metaphor, the shoot for the moon is to aim high. So the idea is that you'd have trouble getting there. If the idea is that you know you you have more than enough juice to get to the moon, you've just got to like perfect the aim. No, you know that, that that's not how goals work, Joel. No, I, so, I you got to put a lot of goals <laughs> out there, and then maybe you'll hit one. Well, you know, Josh, I got some bad news for you. <laughs> What's that? I've been I've been following this Anaheim Duck situation. Oh yeah, and you've been watching co- the movies too. No, no, no the the team, okay. the NHL team, yeah, yeah. the one that you want to coach. Oh sure. And uh, Bob Murray, the GM and current interim coach. I think he's going to want to go with someone that has a little more hockey experience, you know, than you, and maybe play the game. Some hockey experience. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Now, you said you've seen D2, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what's coming up in 2022? World Championships? That's right. Oh, Why would you do right? that? Why? That's true. I'm just Why? saying. He, 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 have a little time. Yeah, there we go. A little time for me to get a competing evil squad together where I could take down the the Anaheim Ducks and then take their spot on the NHL roster. Why would you want to do that? I don't know. So I could coach a hockey team. <laughs> it seems right. Okay, Josh, uh, it's time for you to go. Uh, I'm going to need a ride. We're, yeah, we're going to call you a cab. I don't have money call for you a cab. cab. We'll, get you a lift. Thank we'll get you, you a lift. We, no, we Thank will, you. We, will, we will pay for a conveyance of some sort as long as you're not the one driving it. Phew. Just don't put me on a bird scooter. I'll tip it right away. Yeah. No balance. Okay. 
And now it's time for another wide world of weird sports. That's wide world sports. Everybody loves wide world sports. Wide world of weird sports. What do we got this week? This week's wide world of weird sports is an article. It's titled "Stink Hits Darts Grand Slam as Match Features Flatulent End." I've got absolutely no idea what any of that refers to. Okay, well I have questions. There, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's more obvious than you'd think, so let's dive right into it. <laughs> uh, the world of professional darts has been rocked by two players accusing each other of repeatedly breaking wind during a match. You know what? Now I get it. Boy, yeah, that was yeah. one sentence away. By the way, this was written November 16th, 2018. This is a pretty recent one. Oh, wow. So this yeah. was last year's World Championship. We usually go farther back for the wide world of weird sports. So yeah. This almost could have been the news, news, news. Yeah. Gary Anderson of Scotland and the Dutchman Wesley Harms blamed each other for quote-unquote rotten farts. During their clash at the Grand Slam of Darts. This just sounds like gamesmanship to me, but right. continue. I also love that farts rhymes with darts, and it leads <laughs> to a very... It gives this article a lyrical presentation that I don't know that they were planning on having, but it works. Anderson, who has twice been the world champion, won the match 10-2 to to earn a place in the quarterfinals of the competition. But in a post-match interview, Harms said that his poor form was due to Anderson breaking wind on the stage and leaving a quote-unquote fragrant smell. That's Uncle Gary for you. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. He went further while speaking to Dutch TV station RTL7L. It'll take me two nights to lose this smell from my nose. Mm. Yeah. I can understand that, though. Like, you know, my, my friend growing up, Ryan Zucker, he had those, like, sour ones, you know? It was like yeah. a dairy thing. They were... Yeah, Big Head has those, too. My dog, when he, he can clear a room with farts. We had to pull over and throw up once. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> yeah. intense. And there was, like, five people in the car, and all of us were like, no, we need to pull over. And there was a lot of dry heaving. Oh. Again, there's, there's lots of bad fart smells you don't want, but let me tell you something. The sour thing just kicks it up to a whole different level. So, Oof. When yeah. Anderson, in turn, laid the blame at harm's door, the Dutchman <laughs> responded, quote, If the boy, meaning Anderson, thinks I farted, he's 1,010% wrong. I swear on my children's lives that it was not my fault. I had a bad stomach once on stage before and admitted it. So I'm not going to lie about farting on stage. I, I think I see the problem here. Uh, darts, I know, is big in uh, United Kingdom mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, maybe some of continental Europe. Sure. But ultimately, its training grounds are pubs. Yeah. Right, mm. yeah. And the type of food they serve at pubs, the type of drinks they serve at pubs, they create an intestinal gas. I'm not uh, sure I follow you on that one, Jordan. Well, I what, feel like uh, this is yet another I'm situation. I'm talking about an onion-based shepherd's pie, Joel. Yeah. Yeah, I eat those all the time. Or, <laughs> yeah, but you're a walking fart. Yeah, but... <laughs> but I feel like this is one of those classic cases. Like, I feel like this was handled in the uh, court case of Smelt It v. Delt It. Mm-hmm. And I yep. feel like, you know, uh, Anderson er, came out right away and said it was Harms that did it. And therefore... Under the case of smelt it v. Delta, that probably means that uh, Anderson's... Point of order, that precedent was actually overturned with whoever said the rhyme committed the crime. 
Oh. 20 years after, Smelt It V Dealt It. See, I, I did not follow that core case. Well, the original uh, Smelt It V Dealt It opened a certain uh, avenue that was sort of exploded exploited by certain smell criminals. Yeah. Yeah, that they would just cite that case and sort of immediately uh, remove suspicion from themselves. I feel like there was a later court case that was more recent, though, that was like, <laughs> if the stink came out the hole, it was probably Joel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't. The, I don't. Think in fairness, so. that's still that's there. still in an appellate court. <laughs> okay, yeah, that hasn't fair. made it. <laughs> that's that's fair. still being tried. There we go. Uh, Anderson, the world's number four, uh, hit back with extraordinary detail about the smell he blamed on Harms. "Quote: It definitely came from the table side, and it was eggs, rotten eggs, yeah. but not for me. Every time I walked past there, there was a waft of rotten eggs. So that's why I was thinking it was him. It definitely wasn't me. It was bad. It was a stink. And then he started to play better, and I thought he must have needed to get some wind out. If somebody has done that, they need to see a doctor. Seemingly, he says, (laughs) uh, it was me, but I would admit it. You know... Uh, cut to like the janitor after the match being like, oh, God, how long has this carton of eggs been here? Right. <laughs> Finally, Anderson admitted to farting on stage in the past, though it was clear that he never used it as an advantage. Mm, you know, that actually makes me think of the, the famed case. Uh, if your nostrils have gotten their fill, it was probably Phil. You can't rhyme Phil with Phil. (laughs) And that brings it into another wide world of weird sports. Oh, you can't rhyme a word with itself. That's not really a rhyme. That was just repeating. Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings to a close. Another sports. 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 Podcast. Before we go, let's bring in a potential Ducks coach candidate and 2022 world champion, world youth champion, Hockey none coach candidate, Josh I'm Miller. I'm pretty sure that I'm going to get the coach. I'm pretty sure I'm going to get that job. So we could just say presumed. Okay, presumed. Presumed Mighty Ducks coach. You can find us on Twitter by going to twitter.com slash sports number three podcast. That's twitter.com slash sports number three podcast. While you're on Twitter, you should check out my handle, which is at Ladybugs fan. Mighty Ducks fan was already taken. So. Uh, fair, fair. Yeah. Yeah, so I had to go with And Ladybugs fan wasn't. That's no. weird. Yeah, it's weird, right? I agree. I think I spelled <laughs> Ladybugs wrong, but still, it's okay. You can find us uh, by going to Facebook, facebook.com slash sports number three podcast. That's facebook.com slash sports number three podcast. Uh, leave, leave something on my wall, uh, especially if you've got those discount things to Lyft or Uber because I'm going to need a lot of them. <laughs> um, or you can find all of our episodes at Anchor. Go to anchor.fm slash sports number three podcast. That's anchor.fm slash sports number three pod. Hey, uh, can I drive a boat on my DUI? Actually, yeah. You're, well, Jordan. There you go. No, That's no, you, I mean, Christ. I'm just, in, just yeah, tell him no, even work. if it's a lie. All right, Anchor's away, it's fellas. I'm, I'm going to go ride my boat. <sighs> hey, guys. Hey, Joel. Joel. I mean, it's a different spelling of Phil. It's it's F I L L versus P H I L. So, bye, Joel.